now we're rolling damage plan mma podcast i'm jason as always my co-host the voice of mma in utah mr zach partridge what up dog what up dog hey just because i saw a notification the mason voice my guy mason's watching right now mason congratulations matt ryan to the cold hey Zach thinks oh it's bad. God. I actually, I think it might revive his career a little bit. I don't There's think it's no way. bad. There's no way. Mason's going to be pissed. Who uh, does better? Oh, who does? Who said he's boycotting the Colts. Wait. Oh, me. Mason, you big baby. You have Peyton who? Manning and Andrew Luck for almost two decades. Man up. Who who has a better season, Matt Ryan or, or Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. You think so? Uh, what do you, how much you want to bet? See, I'm not as high on Russell Wilson as you are. I I think he's a kind of on the supply of monsters. I'll 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 bet on that. All right, not a year. We'll do we'll do a, a pack of monsters, a Costco a, pack, a Costco pack of monsters. I, I think Matt Ryan. I think pack. I think Ryan's going to surprise some people. I really do. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't well, think Russell's going to have a good year either. I, oh, we're dude. dude. I don't think he dude. is. Contenders, baby. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but I'm saying contenders. They might not even make the playoffs, dog. I bet we could bet another pack of monsters on that. Broncos me, making the playoffs. Dog. Let me. I, I'm close. I'm close <laughs> to betting that. Matt Ryan is trash. Mason, man, he this might revive his career. This might <laughs> revive his career. Dude, throw to Ty Hilton, and uh, is he still on the team? Dude, they they got a run game though too. Don't forget, they oh, got a run, a game. run game. I know. Don't, so don't sleep on that, which could I'm open up the receivers. I, I'm asleep, Mason. I'm 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 here for you, dog. I'm here, <laughs> Fiji. What up, dog? Big Fiji, man. Come out. You got to understand, Mason. Um, Mason, have a little faith, dog. We're lifelong Lions fans, Jason. We're Jason is used to talking himself into. I'm trying to like dig a better than it is. That's all we got. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Fiji, oh, man, I, I probably shouldn't break the news because it's your family business, but, you know, damn, dog. We don't want to see you go, dog. We don't want to see it. We don't. But got to do what's best for the familia. Mama we had a uh, we had some local fights this weekend. We had UFC in London. Man, that London card was just insane. Dude, that felt like a pay-per-view. It really did. That the crowd was in it. The fights were freaking phenomenal. Yeah, every time they go over to Europe, the crowd goes bonkers. They, I'm surprised yeah. Dana doesn't go to go to Europe like three or four times a year because uh, yeah. it's bonkers there. It's great. I'm pulling up the uh, fighting fighting out of uh, Utah MMA news. Thanks Dutch for putting this together so I can see the are we gonna, results. Are you gonna go local first. Yeah, let's go local first. Let's talk about the okay. local fights first. Um, okay. All we have is JT. He can't even carry Matt Ryan. See, dude, they solid run game. Matty Ice, he's a smart guy. Gotta have some faith, dog. All right, let's talk about these fights. Anyways, started off the fight: Martinez versus Martinez, Daniel versus Hector Martinez, and uh, Daniel Martinez came out. He was dominating it for three and a half rounds and two and a half, you mean two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half rounds. Cause it went, yeah. Three rounds. Um, and he got caught, made a mistake and he got caught. I didn't and see it. I heard it. That's a bummer. He, he was pretty was, bummed out in the back was, after he was in our locker room. I, you know what? I like both those kids though. I sent uh Daniel a message. I said, Hey man, like keep your head up. Like I, I I've noticed the improvements in your game. Um, yeah, it was fun, fun fight. 
Uh, next up, they had uh, Matthew Beasley and Harabanu. <laughs> Dude, I mean, they started so, off the night with a banger KO. So you got it. So just so everybody knows the backstory on this. Yeah. Prox. So Beasley went to South Dakota with his team at Empire MMA, got into the cage, and the, and then the ref goes, are you ready? And he goes, yes. And then he goes, are you ready? And the guy goes, no. And like hurt his leg or something in the back and then decided after he was in the cage, he wasn't fighting. So the fight never actually happened. Yeah. It was like two or three weekends ago. And yeah. so, um, so, uh, so his coach, uh, his coach called Kevin and asked him to find him a fight and shout out to Hanu for fighting a guy that already put in a full camp. I'm sure Hanu trains and everything. And we've seen him. He's very, he's very, uh, athletic, long, obviously hits hard. Like we saw in his first performance, he's fun. Funnest walkouts. Fun like walkout. his walkouts are incredible. Like really enjoy the charisma that he brings, but he took that fight on. He, that basically was a short camp. Very short short notice. fight. Yep. So big props to him for stepping up and stepping in on short notice and taking that fight. Um, I'll give a lot of credit to him. It didn't go his way, but I think he just deserves so much credit for a young, inexperienced amateur to take a short notice fight when he wasn't in camp like that. Big props to him. Wait, and and on the flip side of that, props to Beasley for for stepping in too against a guy he has did, probably didn't know anything about. And I mean, he you just he, saw he, like, yeah, you know, they both were specimens, and they both look. They both were athletic. They both were long. They both yeah, were throwing like, hard shots. Is, he's going to be fun to watch for. He's, he's going to be, be really fun to watch. Fun to watch. Impressive. Um. We probably won't talk about that too much, Mason. <laughs> we might touch on it a little bit, but yeah, we'll we'll probably leave that one out. Yeah, Fiji was sitting. Fiji was sitting by me, and I looked over at Fiji, and we we're like, "Ooh, man, that was a that was a, that was a KO." Um, next up, we had uh, Darren Orvin and Norbito Ortiz. Great Norby. fight, Norby. Fun fight. Norby changed out of your gym, right? The crowd yeah, was going was crazy. Had a lot of people in there. I was in Darren court. Orvin. Me, I've been kind of Norby's one of my guys. I've been following uh Darren's journey on 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 Facebook and Instagram. That was a fun fight, great back and forth fight. Tough, so, tough fight to score. Tough fight to score. Tough fight to score. So the other thing is, is I I I will and we'll talk about it in some other fights, but I know some people didn't like some judges' decisions. Um, and but there there are things when fights are that when fights are that razor thin and it's close, you got to start looking at things like you know, cage control and stuff. And yep. uh, Norby's back being on the cage and kind of backing up, um, I, I think I think lost in that fight. And I, and I told him this. This isn't anything new. I said, you know, if you would have been walking forward and Darren's ability to continually walk forward, um, yeah. even though I think Norby landed the better shots uh, and did more damage, I think that Darren did a good job of continuing to walk forward, press the pace and stay in his face. It was a great back and forth fight. Great though. I mean, back and forth. I mean, that was, that was fun. They both, they, they both, they both put it all on the line. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, next it's up good for Norby. I know he worked hard for that win, but there are some things that I think he could do to have a little bit better camp and, and better weight cut next time. And, 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 yes. and see an even better version of him. I look forward to seeing uh, both those guys on the local scene. Darren did, Darren, Darren did fantastic. Super happy for him. He's a good kid. I uh, was actually uh, 
yeah. texting with, with Dar- uh, Darren's coach, Rob Eastman, uh, was at the bodybuilding show earlier in the day who I was there watching my friends and Rob was there watching his girlfriend, wife, not sure, uh, significant other. She was competing, so he wasn't able to make the fight. So I was texting him the uh, the updates on the fight as as the fight was happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, just kind of giving him the giving him the news on what his how his fighter was doing. Uh, good, good fight, really hard to score, like you said. Very, very hard. hard. There was a couple of them on here that, we, and like I said, we'll get to it. But yeah, Fiji, Fiji, and I, I think. There was three or four times when the fights went to decision. Me and Fiji looked at each other and we're like, who do you give it to? And we're both like, I, I don't know. Don't envy the judges. That's the other thing. D- Dutch walked by this a couple times and I'm like, good luck with that one. He's like, yeah. Um, next up, we didn't need the judges. Da- Jacob uh, Benelios against John Smith. Jacob sunk in a, a, a guillotine pretty, pretty quick in that round. I think it ended in less than a minute, if I'm not mistaken. Nice little guillotine choke for Jacob. Yeah, um, next up, you had one of your guys out of your gym, Ammon Garcia, against uh, one of the Extreme Couture guys, Alessandro Rodriguez. Man, Ammon looked phenomenal. He, for a kid that took an L on his first, on his first fight, and then his last two fights, he looked phenomenal. I am I am impressed with that kid. Well, you know, iron sharpens iron. Yep. I'm no killer by any means. But me and Ammon and Cole went through this camp together, working pretty closely together day in and day out. And he's leveled up so much. And the, the thing that I love about Ammon is he's a guy that um, he used to, I, I used to catch him with a certain punch. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything. Obviously that's for, but I used to catch him with a certain punch all the time. Yeah. And, and I told him why and I told him, cause he does something in his defense that, that leaves it open. So yeah. I wait for him to, I, I throw feints and I wait for him to do it. And then I throw it and it would land. And I and as soon as I told him it, I haven't landed it since. Very fight, very very high fight IQ, and I just don't think that that gets talked about enough. But that I feel like the level of MMA is is evolved so so much lately that yeah. a lot of these guys are coming in with high level skills. Now yeah. it's the guys that are excelling are the ones with the fight IQ. Yeah, and I think that there was some. I I mean, Ammon literally had almost a flawless performance in that fight. I, I would agree. He was in complete control the whole time, but then there were still things that we talked about after that he can improve upon. And yeah. the thing I love about Ammon is we talked about it. We'll talk about it with our other uh, the coaches at the gym, and he will make those adjustments. I will. I would bet a large amount of money that he will not just win his next fight, but in devastating fashion. And props to him for fighting through some adversity after taking an L on his first fight and getting, he got clipped basically on his first fight by Hanu. And he came back his second fight, gets a, gets an impressive knockout win and then just complete 30, 27 domination in in that, that fight. So props to Hammond on that one. Yeah. And that, that showed that, that his knockout win, it was no, there was no fluky, none of that, you know, like he, yeah, his skills are, I'm I'm telling you, he, he will be a still fist 155 pound champion at some point. Yeah, uh, impressive. Uh, next up, probably my fight of the night. Spencer Hansa and Russell Souza went at it. Split Is decision. Hansa been in a boring fight. No, and Hansa. I don't think Hansa has either because they were th- they were throwing everything but the kitchen sink at each other. And um, I was. It was a tough fight to score. Split decision. I I, I didn't have an answer for it. I thought maybe Hansa was landing 
the the cleaner shots. And I, I I talked to one of the judges and it's like after I think it was the second round, um, Russell had a lot of wear on his face. Like you could tell he took a lot of damage. I don't think a lot of people saw as he was moving forward. Hansa had great head movement and he was he was countering nicely. But and that's not to say Russell wasn't cracking back because Russell was given everything that he got. Tough fight to score, man. Tough, tough fight to score. So, like, Russell's – Dude, not to cut cut you off, have you seen Russell's weight loss? Yeah, man. Like, he used to be a big guy, and he's cut a lot of weight, and he's in there scrapping. Shout out, Russell, man. That's impressive, bro. Sorry to cut you off. I just had to say He's one of those guys where he's always going to be having an entertaining fight, and he's always going to be fun to watch. Um, but because of the way he always comes forward, the way that he is, I'm not. I'm not saying his style is. I'm not saying it's wrong because he, he fights gonna, with incredible heart. But he he, I I feel like he takes a takes shots. For aesthetically, for the judges, it's going to be hard for him to win decisions with his fight style. Unless he can break them. Which he, he couldn't break Hansa, but he he broke a, a lot of other guys. I've seen yeah. him break a lot oh, of other yeah. guys it worked with for that him. with that pressure. Hansa yeah. just he was just he was good. He he was moved out of the way. He dodged a lot of those punches. Um, that that was a war to me. That was my fight of the night. If I was giving out fight of the night bonuses, that's my fight of the night. Um, next up we had Chris Chu and Tyler Koff. Another one, split decision, tough one to call. Um. What did we have after that one? We had Aaron Jennings defeated Brandon Lemmings. <laughs> Brandon, I know you're probably going to hear this. I he knows he what mistakes he made in there in that cage, but and and I hope he corrects it because I I saw some improvements in his game. Down. He he says he's done. Oh, did he say he's done? Yeah. Damn, I I could see some improvements and look, Aaron capitalized. Aaron did what he had to do. He capitalized on on on. Uh, Brandon dropping his hands like that and, and getting a little cocky and, and he paid for it. And he, he knew he did. He, he said he messed up. Um, hated to see he him losing it. like that. Right. Yeah, he, he, Dude, he did. He, here, he owned here's it. The other thing. Here's the thing that people like, you have to understand with fighters. We're all on our own journey. Yep. Yep. If he wants to do something that other people think isn't smart or whatever. And, and he, he has this thing where he likes to give every fighter one free shot. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's but if he wants to do it and he he's hey. the one that has to live with the consequences either way. Yeah. I mean he yeah, he owned it. He he knew what he did wrong. It's but props to Aaron props to Aaron James, man. He, he has he's gotten better. Brandon, he's gotten better. Brandon's gotten and, better. And and so has Aaron. Aaron Aaron looked good for those few exchanges that they had. Good, 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 good fight. Uh next up we had Zach Hamilton and Juan Alcantar. This is another one that We've watched both of these guys. You and I basically watched both of these guys kind of grow up. We've seen both of their first fights all the way to where they're at right now. Both guys have improved so much. Um, I was impressed with with Zach to stay calm because what threw me what, what what kind of caught me is is we're used to seeing Juan come in there and be a little wild, right? And sure. he wasn't. He wasn't. He fought a lot smarter this fight. Um, he was another one that I reached out to and said, "Hey, man." I've noticed your improvements in there. Like keep, keep grinding. Cause it's, it's coming together for him. Yeah. I think so. Um, and, and props out to Zach. Cause I could see some improvements in him. He stayed calm. He did what he needed to do. He moved nice, countered nicely. 
I'm the one commenting it because I feel like I saw the majority of the fights because you were in the back a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. From, <laughs> from what I saw, it was good though. Uh, I did see like Juan's improved a lot. I think he's fighting closer to his appropriate weight class now. Like when he was yep. fighting at 170 up, like he's not a 170 year. Yeah. Know? And I think you see that's a as you fight tougher guys. Let's put it this way. I think a lot of people thought that that was going to be an easier fight for Zach. Uh, I yeah. Then it was. Yeah. Yep. Guy that you know, coming off of his first loss mm-hmm. for a belt, previously yep. undefeated, and fighting a guy like Juan, that was a very close competitive fight. So, very close fight. competitive fight. Good fight. It's it's fun watching these guys progress through the ranks and yeah, get better. Absolutely, it's, it really is. A um, little bit of bad blood leading up to this fight, but I'm glad to see these guys kind of kind of squashed it after Dustin Crawford and Kevin Did Allred. They? Yeah, they hugged it out. I don't know what happened after, but it seemed yeah. like they. They seemed like they they shook hands and 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 squashed it afterwards. It was gonna, um, it was gonna be one of the I thought it was gonna be one of those Colby and Jorge when Joe Rogan's like I hope they hug after. Yeah, no, they 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 did. They they I th- I think they squashed it. It sounded like after so. we interviewed both of them that it may have been a little bit of misunderstanding between the two. But it, anyways, it's all good. Um, I uh, yeah, Dustin got the win. Looks like he I. I rewatched that and it looked like he landed a solid knee that, that hurt the body. Kevin. Yeah. And then he just followed up with the strikes and ended it. Um, I, I, I talked to Kevin after, I just think it's super awesome that he even got back into the cage after being away for that long. Yeah. And people could say whatever they want, but like, I, I thought that was very commendable. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Both guys. Nice. Uh, next up we had Eric Munoz and Andy Witt. Uh, Eric locked in the head and arm choke in the third round, which I believe he had it in the second round too, and didn't end up finishing it. And he corrected some things and, and ended up finishing it. Yeah, uh, that's kind of tough move too. Yeah, he's great it is. At that. He's tough. He, he yeah. Eric is Eric is just one of those guys that just tough likes as to nails. Fight. And everybody's been saying a lot of stuff. You know, he's on a six fight losing streak, saying whatever, and he's just keep grinding. Now, now he's on a two fight win streak. Eric is Eric is in my if there's a if there's a bar fight uh, he's he's one of my guys he's, on one, my, he's in your corner he's one of my picks man oh, like, he's just he's just a tough guy man oh yeah and a nice guy too you you wouldn't know it talking to the guy because he's super nice yeah um, dude he was so nice he, so he was the first one to ever do an IV for me after yeah. one of my weigh-ins and he was actually so nice that uh like I didn't even know he was a fighter or anything like I just thought he was a nurse yeah. Same. Yeah. And he just, he, he's like, yeah, I used to fight and this and that. And like we talked, he, dude, he's, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, do you want to talk, finish these two fights or you want to talk about yeah. this right now? Fiji talked about, we'll finish these two Fiji and we'll touch on that. Uh, next up, we had the co-main event, Montel Williams and Nino Janelle. That was a great back and forth fight too. And this is one that uh, you and I actually disagreed on. And I was actually, uh, messaging with Roman from extreme couture where, where, uh, Montel trains at, and there was little disagreement on the judges. I actually talked to one of the judges. I won't drop his name. If he wants to pop in, he can. Um, and he gave me his, his criteria on what he thought. I, it was a close fight, man. It, it was a super close fight. See, it was close, but I actually didn't think that the, the judge, I, I, I thought that, I thought the Nino, I thought Nino was, won. And I, I actually didn't think it was, it was that, uh, I didn't think it was that close. I really wasn't even, I re- it went from, and I and I did watch a majority of that fight because I was watching it to know when we were going to be walking with Cole. Yeah. And um, and from from what I saw, what I felt was like eighty to ninety percent of the fight, 
I was actually stunned that Nino didn't get his hand raised. Well, I thought it was 1-1 going into the third. And one of the judges that I talked to felt the same way. Um, and I'll kind of give you the breakdown of, of, of our conversation. It basically came down to the third. Nino spent the majority of the round defending the takedown against the fans in the, in the judging criteria. It states no scoring is giving for defensive maneuvers. Correct. So that's kind of why you saw Williams get, get that nod in the third round. So, I, so does that mean you get credit for attempted takedowns that you can't get? Well, it's more cage control at that point, isn't it? That's kind of like what Fiji said, how important cage control. That's that's the way I saw it because it goes back to what fight were yeah. we just talking about earlier where we talked about cage cage control. There was a fight earlier we just talked about. It was one of the first ones. Uh it was it was your boy. It was it was Norby because because Darren was was coming but forward. Darren, Norby's but coming Darren back. Wasn't, but Darren was coming forward throwing punches. He wasn't holding him on the cage like like for me, I feel like cage control, holding somebody on the cage, that's that's neutral. I, I mean, if the other guy can't, he couldn't do it. I don't know. It's tough. Because here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jason. If yeah. I if I have you on in a body lock and I yeah. can't take you down, but you can't get away, it's neutral. Right? You're not getting, I'm not getting done what I want to, and you're not getting done what you want to, but just holding somebody against a cage. If it's somebody's holding against, do you understand what I'm saying? The, yeah. the offensive move is a takedown. So maybe the ref should have stepped in a little bit quicker, maybe, maybe. separate him. Maybe. I did. I, I did feel like he, and, and this is no knock on the ref because I know he had a long night. He was there by himself. Oh gosh. Was, yeah. Not taking anything away from him, but Tyler, Tyler's great. I think Tyler's, Phenomenal he's ref. phenomenal ref and and maybe maybe let him go a little bit too long into the cage maybe you separate because he did separate him but there was only like 10 seconds left in the round, left in the round yeah. yeah but but i mean maybe i'm wrong on this and, and dutch could uh and, and if nothing guess, else is happening it does count there you go okay so so that's that's the criteria so that's what i try to explain to people he was, he's controlling where the tiny where the fight takes place is what he yeah. said not fight is what he meant yeah so, so uh, this is where I would say, I think the judges, and this is what I try to explain to people because they're, they're like, I don't agree with this. Well, what do you value? Because what you value and what you think is going to, is winning or losing a fight might be different than the judging criteria. And here's the other thing. The judges might also feel differently, but they have criteria that they go off of. So you have, before you know how to judge a fight, you have to know what criteria the judges are are basing it off of right so like he said if he's controlling the fight against the cage that's adding up control time that's not something that's subjective for the judges to decide that's the criteria yeah. they're judging off of but i mean you get two different people they could see it two different ways too one guy may have may have not thought it was control and the other guy was like oh he was controlling him it's for sure but yeah. that's where i'm saying is my opinion is the judges didn't judge it wrong that's something that I think should be looked at in the criteria. Because if yeah. I'm holding you against the fence, if I'm just holding you against the fence, not going for a takedown, I think the ref should separate him. Well, I will say there was a lot. It wasn't like he was stalling against the fence. Like Nino was actively trying to get out and Montel was. I felt was... like Nino was trying to get out. But I saw Nino throw elbows to the head and, and hitting to the body. And I feel like that's being more offensive because it's actually causing damage than yeah. – than trying to get a takedown that you're you're not successful in. i'm just glad i wasn't a judge 
Yeah. I, I'm really just glad I wasn't a judge. That I man, that was well, a tough. And one. the other thing that's hard too, you know. But again, so I, I I think that I'm fairly educated on on how it goes. But again, I I thought that Nino won that fight. I did. Yeah. I mean, it's close enough. Though, many, like I don't. I just. How many times do you see a guy with how many pro fights does how many amateur fights did Nino have? He didn't have very many, right? I got to look that up before we say. Uh, I'm curious because before I make this comment, I want to say he's one and zero Utah. What was his amateur record? I got it coming up here. Okay. So he only had he's only one, two, three, four, five. So he was four and one as an amateur. Yeah. That was his second pro fight, and he stepped up and fought a guy that was five and zero as a pro, and and two and zero as an amateur. So a guy that had seven fights. And five and zero as a pro. That's a that's a big step up, and he he he's every bit of. I mean, in your opinion, he won. I thought it was super close, and you could flip flip a coin. Nino's a problem. Nino's going to be oh, a he's problem. A problem. And that's one of those fights that it's like you know it's going to make him better too. Yeah, well, there and there's another one. Like Fiji said, props to our judges that do not give enough credit when hometown crowd. Nino had a huge crowd there and you got a Vegas guy up here and, and I could see where some judges may, may be get emotional and, and go it the other way, but you, you don't so see it, that. Man, it's, it's so hard. And this is actually the part. So I officiated high school baseball yeah. and basketball and it's so hard because it's human nature yes. to one go, I will not be swayed by the home crowd. I'm going to call it fair. But then yeah. I would notice, and this is my experience, right? And then I would notice that I've actually gone too far the other way and was more on the away side because I was trying too hard not to be on the home side, right? And yeah. then I realized, and then I have to re re uh, calibrate and try and stay yeah. in the middle as good as possible. But that's the one thing nobody talks about is human emotion is involved. And sometimes when we try and say, I'm not going to favor the home crowd guide, I'm going to be objective. Yeah. Because you don't have a dog in it, right? You know, no. like. You know, and, and they try and stay objective, so then they go too hard on the other side. And I'm not saying the judges did this. It's that the human nature part is 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 so tricky. Yeah, they shout out to those guys once again, man. They they do everything they can to get these fights right. Like we we have conversations with them to to you know to see what we thought, and I I just like how much time they put into making sure they make the right decisions in those fights, and I feel like. I feel like they do. I feel like they nail it every time. Even if I don't agree, even if this is where I find like, this is where I find comfort, I guess you could say. Yeah. Even if I don't, even if I don't agree with their decision, I respect their decision. Oh, 100%. I know it's coming from an educated place. They've been trained, educated. They're good judges. I watch yep. some fights sometimes and I'm like, you have, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's not there. There are very, very, very few uh, fights in Utah that I'm just blown away by. All right, Dis I mean, disagreeing and and stuff like I don't feel like there's a ton of robberies in Utah. That maybe I don't think so at all. In fact, I think some and I can't remember who it was, but somebody had mentioned it to me, and I don't know if you were involved in the conversation. They're like, "Do I am I going to have to worry about like a bad decision, like and coming from out of state?" And I'm like, "Actually." no you're you're not like maybe it was somebody we had on the podcast I, I can't remember the name but 
Yeah, you, you just it's not something you're going to have to worry about. You you're if you're coming in from out of state, you're not going to have to worry about getting screwed because of bad judging. Here. Yeah. Yeah, we have good judges here. Um now that we've gassed up the judges for the last 20 minutes, we'll get to the main event. Uh Cole Faust and Isaiah Diggs, great fight, competitive fight. Isaiah came in, did his thing. What do you think? Ah, uh, I'm so, I, gosh, there's there's a lot that goes into this because again, it, it the cage control. Uh, if you go watch, we I rewatched the fight. I know Cole has I texted with him. He's fine. Like if anything, again. I've seen it sometimes about like haters or whatever. Like whoever hates this kid, what's up, Kendra? Whoever hates this kid, go screw yourself. How about that? He's the best. And and just because he finally lost and finally found somebody that could give him a fight and go the distance, yeah. he's the best. Go look at his Instagram. It's a video of him walking out going, I love life. Yeah. He posts right after it. No success is final. No failure is fatal. Yep. Is the one thing that nobody, like, I feel like nobody talks about and it drives me crazy. And maybe I, I need to relax on this because I get to see it pretty much day in and day out and talk with him. You know what sets him apart more than anything? What's that? This right here, his mindset, mindset his yeah. fight IQ and his mindset, but it's, it's his mindset. And yeah, if you don't like the kid, go screw yourself. Cause he's the best. He's, he's literally one of the best human beings I've ever come across in any walk of life not just mma any walk of life it's that is uh, a compliment to his mom and dad who have raised him and to just the type of human being he is i mean for for a kid to walk into that situation and 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 listen i, I say it was tough man he was strong Here's, you could see how you could see how physically strong he was and not and cole was it, it wasn't like Cole he didn't get dominated. It costed him. Like his Cole standup was the, the kid. Isaiah didn't want anything to do with the standup because he was he was getting so caught in the standup. It was and, the, yeah. So the, I'll, I'll, and I will comment a little bit more on this. The one that's the 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 thing that drove me the most nuts. And hey, good for Isaiah. Come in out of town. Like I I think that that's probably one of the more funner but harder things to do in sports, especially in MMA, is come and fight the hometown kid, right? Yeah. And um. And he did that and he, he performed very well, executed a game plan very well. Um, but there, I, and, and I'm biased. Everybody knows, like I'm very close with Cole. I love him. Like he's yeah, but I'm in Cole's corner and Isaiah's had, had some fans like right over my shoulder screaming or yeah. whatever. And he was saying stuff and he's like, and he kept saying the most ignorant things. Like he doesn't want to fight you or whatever. Yeah. Cole, I, I hope I, it's not whatever, but Cole was talking to him why they were in the clinch. Yeah. And it was basically like, fight me. Yeah. Like, fight me. Like, come on. Like, let's fight. Let's bang. Let's fight. And they they broke apart. And Cole hit him with a one-two. That kid didn't let go of – Isaiah did not let go of Cole for another second. He wanted yeah. no part of that stand-up. No. And, and – and, and, on the flip side of it, prop to Isaiah because I could hear a little bit from Isaiah's corner of what they were what they were telling to Cole, and he it was like they were playing a video game that he was executing it to it. I mean, that guy you see it all the time with those those wrestlers at that level, Cole being included in this. The, these guys they execute, man. They come in there and they execute. But yeah, that 
that was impressed. That was a, that was a good win, man. Good win for Isaiah. And I think uh, uh, I feel sorry for the next guy that Cole fights because, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I do. And, yeah, I Fiji, mean, you was a little I, adrenaline. I, just, I was just so – I was so um, – wrestlers for real, wrestlers do suck. No, but they uh, – for real, like, I, I was just – I mean, there, there are some things – and so here's the other thing, right? Like Nate Diaz mentality. Like he lost on the scorecards, but I, and I truly believe too. He, uh, he, uh, he lost a, Isaiah didn't want to fight him. He wanted to have a wrestling match with him, which can win on George's scorecards. No, I'm not listening yeah. to me. I know what you're saying. Yeah. He no, I'm he won, but yeah. Cole does subscribe a little bit. And I think, and I think some people too, too, of like the, the, the Nate Diaz mentality of like, he didn't beat me. We just ran out of time. Right. I, yeah. I don't hate it. I don't and hate it. That's there's nothing wrong with that mentality. Um, I thought that Cole won two of the rounds. Not that it made a difference. Right. Yeah. But I did thought, I did think that there were two rounds in there that Cole won. Um, I thought he won the first. Yeah. Um, well, when Isaiah went for the first takedown and Cole reversed it and took his back, yeah, that was that. I thought that was a big moment in the round. And then yeah. the hip toss in the fifth, I thought, and Cole got the better of the exchanges. Um, yeah, it was it, it 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 was the only round that I thought Cole clearly lost was the one that he was on his back, even yeah. though he 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 did not had some nice damage off with those kicks, like off of his back too, like. It was yeah. good. Like it was, it was good. It was a good experience for Cole. That's a great experience. He, oh, he learned great it. Experience. We talked about it, dude. He, he, I think, I think he won all the striking exchanges. Yeah. I think he won, won a lot of the scrambles. Um, The only thing that, that digs and where he won the fight was holding him on the cage. I, uh, I was talking to one of his corner guys after, after, cause we had a little interaction before a little friendly banter back and forth before. Uh -huh. And, uh, he's like, Hey man, he's like, we, we did not know that that kid had had that much wrestling. Like we did not expect him to be that tough. Like yeah. they, they gave yeah. Cole all the props. They said, this is, this is the toughest fight Isaiah's had. Like nobody's so, given him that, that so fight. Here, and here's the other caveat and there's no excuses here, but here's the other caveat. Isaiah's 25 years old. Yeah. Cole's still 20. Here's the, so I'll, I'm just going to say this. If you want to kind of rank, I, I personally did not believe there was an amateur in the country that could take rounds from Cole. And good for Isaiah because he he did. He won multiple rounds. Yeah, and he kept walking He, he, forward, he right? did good at closing that distance and not letting Cole get off on those shots. Cole would get off a couple and he'd close right in. He he, yeah. he was smart. He had, his, he had a game plan and he he did yeah, it. Yeah, smart. You could, you could tell his corner – didn't want to get in a striking exchange with them. No, 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 no. But they thought that they were going to be more dominant in the wrestling, and they and they weren't. Correct. I mean, they so did. They, 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 he was stronger, but here and what I was just going to say, Cole's not going to be fighting other another twenty year old when he's twenty five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's that's a, there. There's a difference there, and I mean, I I and I do. I believe that if they fight again and their paths cross again, I think that. One, I think that Isaiah probably knows that as Cole gets older and stronger and, and and better, that 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 fight would be tough for him if he ran it back. And at the pro level, you got knees and elbows, so 
those takedown attempts are going to look a lot different with a knee coming up the middle. Yeah, Just, there's some, and I even I've said this too. Um, Ammon Garcia is another one. Um, yeah, yeah, he was uh, a freaking tank. Some people will be even more dangerous as pros because of having more weapons available to him. Yeah, he. Isaiah did look like a freaking Ted dude stack, man. Like he was a man, like that dude's solid. Like you could tell yeah. that guy. Yeah. He's 25. Um, yeah. Um, Good for him though. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he was fine. I, I didn't care for his fans over the corner screaming out ignorant stuff the whole fight. Uh, yeah. But whatever. I mean, fans are fans, right? Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah, it was a fun night, fun night, little extracurricular activities, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, fun night all in all. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So I will, I will say this though, because I've had a lot of people and I was grateful that Kevin gave me some time on the mic to thank my sponsors for coming and all the people that stayed to support the show. A lot of people keep asking me when I'm going to fight again. Well, so here, here's the answer. I don't know because my, my, uh, my family has had to take the back seat to my fighting for a good four years now. And, um, and that, you know, that's we're we're, we're kind of moving past that a little bit. And, uh, my boys start sports. Now I have two boys in sports, um, Hunter's baseball season and Quinn's soccer season starts next month here in a couple of weeks. And I am not willing to miss their games to train for a fight. And I've always, I'm, I'm, I'm not missing. I don't, I'm not going to miss my kids' sports games. Yeah. Like, unless I absolutely yeah. have to, but I'm not going to make a decision that's going to cause me to, to miss their games and to train that a way that I need to, that I know that I need to, to take a fight. I, that's, I'm not saying right or wrong, but for me and how I want to, my relationship with my kids, I'm not willing to miss their sports games to train for fights. Um, and then me and my wife, Hillary are having our fourth son this summer in June. So really, shut up, Mason. Uh, so really, um, we just need to see how the family dynamic is with four boys. So I am not saying that I am not saying that I'm done fighting. And I am not saying that I will fight again by the end of this year or next year or whatever either. I am just saying, I don't know. But for anybody who wants that keeps asking me like when I'm going to fight again, if, when, I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer on it. That's what sucks so bad about my opponent waiting as long as he did. So they couldn't find a, <laughs> yeah. So that uh, I, I couldn't find another opponent because the reality is I don't know when I'm going to be able to fight again, if I'm yeah. going to be able to fight again. And I have enough injuries too, that I should probably get looked at and figured out. Probably should I'm have some. I'm not going to list them off on here, but yeah. So there you go. All right. Everybody keeps asking. Well said. Let's uh, let's go through this UFC card. That was a banger. Man, that was a long time. We spent 40 minutes talking about local fights. Freaking awesome. Uh, first fight of the night in the UFC fight night was Mohamed Mokav and Cody Durden. Hey, the hype is real on Mohamed. The hype is real on that kid. Yeah, he he, yeah, he's a he's gonna be a problem. He's gonna at one twenty five. Did you see the picture that Stephen Struve Struve met him like forever ago as a kid? In, really? No, in I London, haven't, I haven't in seen a that. UFC event in London, 
And no. the kid told him, he goes, I'm going to be in the UFC one day. And Struve said, I've been told that by a lot of kids. But then they, yeah. Struve actually interviewed him. Interviewed oh, really? Him after he was on the media for over there. And he's like, he, he's actually made it to the UFC. And he's he's a freaking monster. He's a monster. He's fun. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Watch out for that kid. Um, next up, we had Corey McKenna and Elise Reed split decision. Reed won. I don't know who gave that that fight 30 27 to McKenna, but felt like she got a little love. Elise Reed won that fight. It should oh, have yeah. been a split decision. Oh, yeah. Um, Jack Shore and Tamor Valiv. Jack Shore Valiv. That was a great fight. That was a fun back. I, I'm surprised they didn't get fight of the night, but a bonus on that fight. I mean, they Jack gave Shore every, they gave every, Every fight they got finished, I believe they gave the winner a, a fight bonus. And this fight didn't get didn't get anything. And I thought it was one of the better fights of the night. Um, Paul Craig, man. How about Paul Craig, dude? Dude, does anybody get in as much trouble as Paul Craig and then just slap on a submission? Is there is there anybody that you can think of that gets in that much danger and then is able to bounce back like that? Dude's a freaking savage. Yeah. Yeah. You better, you better not just knock him down. You better knock him out. Which, where are we on our picks? We were, we lost the Corey McKenna one. We got uh, Mokov. We got the Jack Shore one, right? I think we both picked uh, Krylov on that one though, didn't we? We both did pick Krylov and yeah. uh, my boy Mason was like, nope, Paul Craig is going to win. And that was, so he, he was dead wrong on another fight, but he nailed that one. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had Sergey Pavlovich and Samil Abdurakhimov. Sergey is Sergey a guy to watch out for in the heavyweight division? Y- yeah, yeah, he is. He needs to be a little more active now. Yeah, he's a monster. Um, he's then scary. we had we both pick, we both picked that one. We were both wrong on this one. Amir Khani comes Dude, through I and gets Anaconda. Everybody on Grundy. I did too, man. I thought for sh- I thought for sure he was going to be able to overpower him, and and Americani slapped that ch- uh, anaconda choke on him. And night, 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 dog, <laughs> night, night, dog. You go night, night. You go night, night. Uh, I was gonna say this was the knockout of the night until the fight after this, but up until this point, Ilya Taporia with the knockout of the night of Jai Herbert, and after getting dropped and stunned multiple times in that in that fight, Taporia is a problem. Fighting up a weight class. Taporia is a problem. And he said he wanted the blonde bitch after. And <laughs> P- Patty did not want the smoke. He 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 dodged that question at, at the and his post-fight interview and on the, the post-fight conference interviews. He didn't want that smoke. And I don't blame him. Which is crazy because Patty's gonna be a lot bigger than him. Um, so if you thought that was the fight of night or the knockout of the night. You probably should have stayed tuned because Molly McCain blew the roof off. The I told you, dog. I, I was dead wrong on that one. I thought Carolina would, would I thought she was going to be better on the stand-up. I thought she poor, would be able to stuff the takedowns. Poor Carolina. Poor Carolina. She got knee barred that turned into the giant meme last year. Yeah. And then and then gets the spinning back fist or elbow from it, it was awesome seeing McCain as she had her her arm tangled up, look to the side, to the left, and then just throw that spinning elbow off to the, it, it was beautiful. That was, that was beautiful. Uh, Gunnar Nelson, Takashi Sato. 
I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch that fight all the way through. Gunnar Nelson pretty much just dominated uh, the parts that I did see. Um, we both picked that one. Patty Pimlet, Patty the Batty, and Rodrigo Vargas. Patty gets the submission, but not with the little adversity again. He get we we keep saying he gets touched too much. It's going to come back to bite him eventually. It's going to come back to bite the kid. He's going to get slept slept at some point. He's, He's going to get slept, slept. I don't know when it is. I don't know who it's going to be. I like the kid. He's fun. Brings a lot of energy. Um, but I just don't see how that style is going to pay off in the long run for that kid. Maybe we'll see. Did you see he didn't want to fight? Like, Taporia's well, showing 15 on the UFC website. I got to think he might move up. He's still going to be in the top 15. Who? Taporia. Oh yeah. But that's at yeah. featherweight. He's he's in the featherweight. He Taporia fought at lightweight this weekend. Does he stay at lightweight or does he stay? I, I still I think he's a better featherweight. What do you think about Patty talking about doing the Sean O'Malley route saying I'm I won't fight rated guys until they pay me more? Um as a fan, I hate it, but as Why? a business owner, as a business owner. I, I respect his decision. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a fan, I want to see him. I want to see him to fight the best guys. As a fan, I want to see him in there with. I want to see him fight the Taporias. And but on the flip side, I respect his decision. If they're not going to pay him to fight those guys, then then don't fight him. I mean, your window is so short as an elite fighter. Your window is so short. Capitalize on it. Like are these guys, some of these guys are starting to get smarter. Patty, I'm going to keep fighting people. That I know I can get win bonuses from. Yeah, why not? Until I get paid more. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't hate like, Sharukian. Tell me you wouldn't want to fight Patty the Batty and Sharukian. How bad you want to see that fight? Cool. You're going to pay me if, at least $200,000 to fight that dude. If he stays at lightweight, I think the move is stay at featherweight. Oh, for Tapuria. For Tapuria. Or, or for, for Pat, yeah, Patty, 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 Patty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't want Sharukian. No. You know I don't I mean? even think. Like, I hey, don't think he wants to fight that guy. I want at least two hundred thousand. I mean, you got Diego Ferreira's fifteen, Brad Riddell's fourteen, Gamrot thirteen, Sharukian twelve, Fazeev eleven, Connor and Gregor Gillespie at nine. He he's not ready for anybody in that top fifteen, in Keep my talking. opinion. Keep talking. Nobody in that top fifteen. But as a fan, I want to see him fight the best guys. But as a business owner, I get it. He's got to make those decisions. Let let the kid make his money. Let him build his name a little bit more. I I I don't hate it. I just yeah. There's there there's some question marks from him. I did nail the patty by submission though. I did I did bet that one. Uh, next up, we had the co-main event: Arnold Allen and Dan Hooker. I flip flop on this. I ended up picking Allen, uh, and my pick was right because he 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 pretty much just overwhelmed hooker with punches and volume and above hooker did drop him hooker did catch him and made him go to a knee but just too much too relentless um the question is now what does hooker do uh, i saw dana white give him a lot of support and say that he hey man he's lost four of his last five but the guy came in he made weight he looked phenomenal um i don't think the i don't think the the weight cut was an issue for hooker at all that that wasn't the reason he lost he just lost to a better fighter. And Mason, to, to touch on what you said, I think he should fight Bobby Green. Hooker and Green. At 155? 
yeah, go to one, go back up to 155, fight, fight green. Or uh, I saw somebody say, uh, Moicano made a, made a tweet saying him in green, even give Hooker Mo- Moicano or, or, or those three guys, let those three guys fight it out. What do so, you think? Um, so this is what I'm worried about. I think that Poirier fight might have been one of those fights where Hooker will never be the same. He didn't look bad. No, he looks phenomenal. He just ran into a killer, man. Arnold's legit. But they're all killers. Where he's at, they're all killers. And he's not beating them. He's man. not beating the other killers. Yeah. What do you think? Who do you think? What do you think Hooker should do? I mean, if he stays at if he stays at featherweight, I mean, he's still going to end up getting a killer. Him and G- uh, Giga, how about that fight? I I like that. Hooker and Giga, yeah, both coming off of losses. Yeah. I hey, sign me up. UFC, let's go, Dana White, matchmaker, baby. But I'm just saying. Look at this. His losses are to Edson Barbosa. Yeah. Dustin Poirier, Chandler, he beat Nazrat, not a killer. Loses to Islam, loses to Arnold Allen. Yeah. Like, beat Paul Felder, split decision, maybe a little hometown cooking. Yeah. Maybe not. Ally Quinta, eh. James Vick, eh. Gilbert Burns win is good, but that was at 155. Yeah. Gilbert was cutting a lot of weight. Like, he's had a great dude. He's he's great. He's really good. Just where do you see uh, where do you see Allen going from here next? Him and Calvin Cater. Does Cater have a dance partner right now? I don't think so. Because sign me all the way up for that. Cater or Yair Rodriguez? Well, isn't Yair fighting Max? Oh, he... no, they fought. Who's Yair fighting? Is he fighting Ortega? Ortega. Ortega. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. I think Ortega kills him. See, Fiji, I'll have to disagree, man, on that one. I don't think that, dude, he did it right. Like he he's been prepping for that weight cut for over six months. I follow his I follow his he made it. He made the weight cut. He made it before how he felt. I, I follow his he has a he has a dietitian that I follow on Instagram, and I've been following his weight cut the whole time. He did it right. He didn't look sucked in at the weigh-ins. He looked, I mean, he was peeled, but he was full. Um, yeah, he he did it right. I, I don't think the weight cut was an issue at all. But what do I know? Um, Tom Aspinall and Alexander Volkov. I think we were both on Aspinall on this one. Too big, too athletic. Too fast. This is a this is the one Mason was dead wrong on. Uh, see, I was I was high on Aspinall on this one. I, I think. What, so I did a did I talk about it on the parlay on the on Friday? My little parlay was Mokav, uh Taporia and Aspinall were the three. I ended up parlaying those three. And I, I was so confident that I ended up doubling down on Aspinall as he was walking out. I'm like, he's he's winning this fight. I thought I felt good about Aspinall winning. Yeah. Volkov is you're right. But he didn't cut it that fast. He did it the right way. This has been something this wasn't a, a eight-week fight camp weight cut. This has been a 
six, six plus months. months in the making, like fat loss process. Like he did it the right way. I don't, I don't think that that, I just don't think that that was an issue. Maybe it could have been, maybe it could have been, but I, yeah, I'll echo it again. I think he did it right. Um, Aspinall's a problem. You said Aspinall in game. Yeah. The two most yeah. athletic heavyweights. I love the post fight of Aspinall. Like, Hey, I've never done a shoey before. Like I'm a shoey virgin. I love Ty to Avasa. Like much respect. I see. I, um, I, I don't make that fight yet. I don't I, think so. I don't either. make that fight yet. Yeah. I think those are the UFC's two young best heavyweights. And I think they should build them as a crash course towards wait till one of them has a belt and then let them fight. But then you're going to throw them against Gain, don't I mean? That's fine. Dude, I, you ready for this? Yeah. The, the deficiency that Gain has in wrestling that he showed against um, – against uh i don't Francis. think it's i i if it like i'm interested to see if, if tom aspinall can do the same thing to him i'm not convinced he can i think it's a good fight i don't think that wrestling deficiency was that bad because he he you got know, up out of a lot of stuff it wasn't until those later rounds that that really made a difference and a lot of that is francis is just big right. and strong i know but that's what i but that's what i want to see i want i want to see if game is right there or if there are other guys, because game came up so fast. Yeah. And I mean, let, it, let, let hey, let's call let's call it how it is. He kind of got favorable matchups for him. He didn't have I to mean, fight Curtis Blades. You you ready for this? I think Aspinall beats him. I think he's the better prospect. I do too. I think he's better. I think he's the better overall winner. But but game's a better striker. I think Gain has a little bit better. Yes, yes, yes I'll so, agree with that. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm interested to see is is Aspinall's advantages in other places enough to overcome Gain's striking. It, it's 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 interesting. It's fun. I think that's the fight to make. I like that Fiji winner takes on Tuivasa Stipe winner. Or just or don't push Aspinall too fast and, and let him fight Rosenstruck next. Doesn't Rosenstruck have? A, he's fighting somebody else coming soon. Oh, I, I don't remember who it was now. I like that though, Fiji. I I like that. Does Stipe fight Tuivasa? I thought they were talking about that might be the. Tuivasa said he wanted the fight. I kind of feel like it's going to be Stipe and John Jones. That's what I feel like's going to happen. What did we say on Saturday? Jones and Aspinall. Oh, welcome to heavyweight, John Jones. I. I mean, you you want to you you want to you you want to. Um, that's the thing. Revisionist history. Remember, Gain was the monster that was unbeatable until Francis beat him. It, it was very close up until that fifth round. The fifth round was Gain arguably was winning that fight until he got well, it was two two down and couldn't game. get back. Yeah. Gain won round one and two, and then Francis won three, four, five. Yeah. I just think uh, – I don't know if he's better than Aspinall, though. I like Aspinall, and I don't think we've seen everything from Aspinall yet either. Probably not. I mean, what is he – what is his uh, – let's look at his last couple fights. 
So round one, so his last fight, round one, over. Fight before that was with Spivak, round one, over. Uh, fight with Andre Olowski, round two, early, over. Alan Badu, round one, over. Jake Collier, round one, over. Like talk about a Jake Collier fight. That was the worst matchmaking ever. Yeah, but the guy hasn't seen the the guy hasn't seen the third round as he hasn't seen the third round ever. He's only seen the second round, including his amateur fights. He's only seen the second round three times. Like he just beat Volkov inside one, and he just smashed. He just made it look easy. Like and Volkov's he's a problem. no joke. Volkov's a no problem. joke. The kid is uh he's only 28 years old. He's six five with a seven. He's he was just as big as Volkov. Volkov had a, a, a slight maybe an inch or two taller. Maybe Volkov's six seven. He's we're seeing a new wave era of heavyweights, these big athletic guys. It's terrifying. It's terrifying, man. To, to be that big and that athletic, like dude. Oh my gosh. Well, that's the Aspinall game. Uh, yeah, even Francis. I mean, but, no, but maybe like Francis on game, how light yeah. they are on their feet and how athletic. Yeah, it's like a one fifty fiver in a heavyweight body. Yeah, it's like okay, cool, crazy, 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 crazy. What do you think about Colby Covington? Speaking of Izzy, Colby wanting wanting the smoke with Izzy. I think it's a good fight for Izzy. I think it's a great fight for Izzy. Like I think it's a good fight for Izzy to take. I do too. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with Chell Sonnen. Izzy needs Colby Covington. Why do you think that is? So, Izzy. I, so let me just ask you this: Are you an Izzy fan? Uh, of his fight, of his fighting style, yes. Of his fighting outside but, the cage, no. No, you're good, right? Yeah, I'm good on him. That's where it'll pay off for Izzy. I think there's a lot of people that haven't bought into Izzy as like this superstar. Yeah. But he should be. How he performs in the cage and his confidence and everything, he yeah. should be a superstar. But there's a disconnect. There's there is something that is missing. You want to get people to connect to him? Put him opposite of Colby Covington, the guy that that most people love to hate. I, I could get down with that. Then you you'll, got more you'll get fans there. behind Izzy. You'll get more and yeah. more fans behind Izzy, which is what you I, want. And then, and then if, if Izzy, that fight is so fascinating because if Izzy knocks him out, like the, he 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 does he becomes a superstar, which I think he does. I don't. Always, I don't. Izzy's disconnect. He was animated. He's, I, I, Izzy's, he's, he's just, he's got such a big frame. I don't think Kobe gets him down. Oh, see, Izzy that, makes it. See, I, I actually think, so I think that Kobe is by far the best wrestler that Izzy's ever faced. And, I, and if he gets his hands on him, he, he will be able to take him down. I think Izzy makes him work too hard for it. I mean, the good thing about it is you know Kobe's not going to gas. That that's he's going to keep coming forward. That's it's interesting. He's never interesting. he's never faced somebody with. Stop it, Mason! Stop it! There's that's no chance in that happening. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. If Kobe wins, it's going to be like that. It's going to be because it's going to be because 
Izzy can't keep him off of him. Izzy's so long, though. Kobe has a good chin, though. Kobe has a good chin. What about uh, what did you have you seen on Twitter? Sean Strickland and Paulo Costa going back and forth with each other. Have they? See, I don't think he's big enough, Fiji, because he doesn't cut weight to get to one seventy. He doesn't really cut weight. And you got Izzy. The other nice thing is, is Izzy. Izzy's Izzy's not a big. I mean, he's he's not not a heavy middleweight either. He's not a heavy. He doesn't cut a bunch of weight to make middleweight. No, he walks around like one ninety five. He's still going to naturally have. 10. 15, 20 pounds on him. 15? 10. 10, 10. I mean, you got to figure maybe Kobe bulks up a little bit, walks around it, maybe comes in at low 180s. Yeah. Yeah, 10 pounds. Yeah, I agree with that. 10 pounds. Kobe, they say on Kobe fight, walks, On fight night. Kobe walks under 180. Kobe yeah, I would walks say under 180. On fight night, about a 10. Yeah, I think you're right. About a 10 pound, 10 to 15 pound difference, I think. 10 pound. I like that. Cardi, the way that Kobe weaponizes cardio, though, cardio, though, it it, it, it does make for an interesting. It, yeah, it does make for an interesting fight. He'll have it, but if Kobe can get inside there with his wrestling, that's that's a big if, though. Yeah, it's a big if. That's the other thing. Everybody keeps talking about well, if you do what Jan did. Jan also had like thirty pounds on him. He'll be. Kobe will be relentless with it though, too, and he won't stop. You know, he won't stop for five rounds. Like Izzy may stop it. Rounds one, two, three, but you start getting in those deeper rounds. Kobe's just keep shooting, keep making him work, keep making him defend. And that's the other that, thing. Kobe's not even doing it necessarily to take you down. He's just doing it to get you tired in the first couple of rounds. Yeah. It doesn't matter on the ground. It doesn't, but he's got to get him there. I don't think it's that bad. I think he – he. It's not that bad, but he'll never be able to make up the, the gap with an elite wrestler like Kobe. Yeah. It's interesting. Kobe gets inside on him. He's in trouble. Um. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's been tagged like that. Usman freaking. I, I don't know if Izzy can crack like Usman. No. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. Usman's, Usman's jab is strong. Oof, it's crazy. But yeah, Paula Costa and Sean Strickland chirping back and forth at each other. Strickland's like, dude, I tried to make the match. You won't, you won't do it. Do you, any interest in that? I think Strickland just pieces him up. Oh yeah, yeah. Pieces him up. I don't even think it's close. Mm. Who do you want to see Strickland fight next? Paul Costa. Just for the just for the buildup. Yeah. See, I don't know. You get tagged a bunch as cardio. Go. It it didn't against Usman. That's it's interesting. I could see both sides of it, Fiji. All right, what do we got this week? Oh, you want to talk about cruiserweights? Oh yeah, the cruiserweights. Yeah. So I like I it, would, man. I so love it. I would like everybody to refer back to our podcast, probably two years ago at this point, with Zach Cavender. Yes. Yes. When I was adamant that I think that the UFC and organizations should have a 225 pound division yeah that gap of heavyweight is too big and i myself would applaud steel fist for making a cruiserweight fight for the kendrick wolf tanner heinz fight i don't love the weight class for tanner but that's the thing is and everybody i think people know too i'm I'm usually in tanner's corner for all of his fights i love tanner um 
He doesn't have a particularly hard time making middleweight. He's but, actually he's a freak athlete too. <laughs> but he just wants to fight. He just wants to fight. And Kendrick's down, so I think and I think it's a fun fight. I said it. I hate I, when friends fight. Like Kendrick's cool. Tanner's one of my yeah. closest friends. Like freak man. Like I don't. But you know, it's it's the game. Like we're we're kind of involved in the community a little bit. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. Um, I mean, <laughs> um so yeah, but I I I think I think that would be I I would. I would definitely encourage more promotions and, and uh, you know, Steel Fist did it and, and who, who knows, like maybe that can happen more, but I, I like a 225 pound division. I said it two years I ago. I, yeah. I think there's, there's, there are legit heavyweights that are, that would 225 would suit them. Well, Stipe Miocic is one of them. Daniel Cormier would have been one of them. Daniel Cormier. Um, you yeah. know, to fight people like whoever, you know, who, who do you want to Francis Ngannou? Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. And I, th- I actually think Tanner would probably fight at heavyweight if you let him. Oh, he for sure would. <laughs> he wouldn't care. He'd fight at super heavyweight. <laughs> you give him a super heavyweight fight. He'd 100% thinking. fight super heavyweights. And yeah, he wouldn't care. He'd come he in weighing 195 and, and fight at super heavyweight and would not blink. <laughs> <laughs> and probably knock the guy out. Yeah, Tanner, Tanner's got heavy hands. So um, it should be interesting. Uh, you know, I think I think I think there should be more cruiserweights in MMA. I think there should be more cruiserweight matchups. And I, I mean, Dana has said over and over he's not interested in adding any weight classes um, right now. But I, I think that there is. I mean, we know like the heavyweight division is pretty shallow, right? Yeah. Still, compared to other divisions, they're pretty shallow. So. Uh, I, I can see why he's resisting it, but at the same time, too, it's, I, I think it's a good thing. You're starting to slowly see those those bigger athletic guys come into that heavyweight division. Oh. All right. There's some, there's, there's some 205ers that I wouldn't mind just fighting at that 225. Yeah. William Knight, that 205 cut's a pretty big cut for him, but yeah, might perform really well at 225. Um, Jan Blahovich. That'd be fun. Young would be a good one. Yeah, there's some. I like it. Let's see it. Uh, we got um, UFC this weekend. We got Blades and Dawkins main event. They're in Ohio this weekend, Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Blades you know and State, screw, or Ohio State, screw you guys. Yeah, Joanna Joanna Wood and Alexa Grasso co-main. Askar Askarov is back against Kaikara France. Ooh, that's a good fight. Oh my gosh, that's a, that's a number one contender fight, right? After ben I think so. Yep. Fight seven times. Yep. Jennifer Maya against Manon uh, Farouk. That'll be a good one. Neil Magny, Max Griffin. There's some good ones. Oh, I'm just looking through the rest of this card. And then I think the following weekend is our pay-per-view, isn't it? Yeah. 273. 273. You oh. might have Khabib in Jan's corner. Ooh, that card is stacked. Take all the money. I mean, are you kidding me? The main card starts with Gilbert Burns and Chamaev. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, then, I mean, Gastelum and Imavov, I'm like, man, I mean, whatever. Mackenzie Dern, Tisha Torres, 
banger. Sterling Peter Yan, banger. And then Vulcan Sung Jung. I think Volk's mops mops him. What if he what if he loses, dude? Oh, Rosenstrike's fighting Tabura that week on that card. Duplessis got a new uh, matchup against Anthony Hernandez since our boy Chris Curtis had to pull out hand injury. I think he broke his wrist. Yeah, yeah. He. uh... Hey, speaking of injuries, where's your brace? I'm not wearing it. Dog, where's your brace? It's upstairs. Texas tree. Hey, I was icing it. I've been icing it. Look, wait, 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 wait. Look. No, I'm icing tree. I'm icing it. I was icing it. I'm Texas tree right now. It's a good eye. Damn it. Um, yeah, fun night of fights, man. Fun night of fights next weekend, next two weekends. Sweet. Do we cover everything today? We've been going I for an hour and so. 10 minutes. Uh, hey, Zach, we need to get with, uh, we need to get with Dre, U92. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to be on, we're going to be on U92 again. Just letting you guys know. Oh, he just texted yeah. me said we need to get it scheduled um yeah tune in next tune in this friday we'll give you guys our breakdown our best picks we've been on a roll with our picks lately just letting you guys know you've been paying attention we've been winning well yeah zach's been zach's picks have been winning i hate it all right we'll see you guys on friday thank you appreciate you guys tuning in we are out